0: hey everybody
1: welcome to the comfort zone i'm your girl Lulu expert and mm-hmm. always on my side is uh, what's your name again i mean i'm just a guy
0: who's always here it's a beautiful <laughs> day today we got a great guest on the show what more do you want but if you need to know who i am i go by the name of mr lulu and i'm her husband what's going on
1: well thank you and as always, we always want our guests to introduce themselves because I never really get to get anyone's name wrong or pronunciation. So our wonderful guest, please go ahead and introduce yourself and let the world know who you are.
2: Uh, hello, everybody. My name is Valon Johnson, and I'm a loveologist and relationship coach and certified master's expert.
0: Heard you. Right it. Now. <laughs> I was like, we're going to have some fun tonight.
1: So let's just dive into it. What made you want to go into the field of mm, what we consider sexual wellness, sexual, anything sexual, right? In a positive light. What made you first want to go into this field of industry?
2: Well, um, I started when I was actually 16 years old, um, being a uh, peer sex educator um, in the community by just passing out condoms and little pamphlets and giving short talks about abstinence and uh, whatnot. And by the time that I graduated high school, I um, was a sex educator in the schools and um, within the community. And I always wanted to go to school to be a teacher. So that's what I started out going to school being. And then it developed into what it is now for me. So it just kind of happened.
1: Got it. Okay. And I see the name of your company. Please let everybody know what the name of your company is, because I do really like the name of it.
2: Hmm. Oh, so uh, so the name of my company is Mile High Toy Chest. Um, it was a uh, it was something that that I created uh working in an adult toy store in my community um, as a part-time job. And I just got tired of it. So I quit and I said, I'm going to go in business for myself.
0: There we go. There we go. Mile High Toy chest. All right. Have you joined the <laughs> Mile High Club, sir?
2: <laughs> I I have not. I have not. But I have thought about it a couple of times.
0: Bucket list? <laughs> bucket list? Yeah. Okay. Definitely. on the bucket list, man.
1: And so you being out still on the East Coast, out in Philly, um, how has that been for you? You know, doing sexual wellness out in that community. I know there's a lot of different, um, people of color, which is really nice. I do a lot of sexual wellness things over that way. How is the community or if you're in any community with those people, how is that over there?
2: I'm actually a little bit far West from uh, Philly. I'm actually in Pittsburgh and it's real country out here. It's real (laughs) conservative out here. And, People are, are it, it's a very diverse community. People are um, just, it's more taboo here than it is other places. People don't really like to talk about it. But what I find myself doing is, um, with me being a, a man, um, going out to like different places, vending at different bars and things like that, to so where I can reach people of color, and to be able to have these these sex talks because there's not enough education within the community here for people of color um and really giving the right information so that so that we're communicated to as as people Mm -hmm. okay
0: Mm -hmm. i like that um so as as far as so you're in pittsburgh um so you know how do you feel that that um you know, as an educator, you will be able to, 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 to get, to get your message out to the people that you want to reach or, you know, to, 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 uh, I guess the younger generation as well. Um, how do you feel that you can help within
2: that? Um, I feel that, that as being an educator, um, being somebody that they, um, look at that, that, that looks like them and is a part of the, of, of the younger age group. Um, I think that they can relate to me more, um, especially men, um, having those bro conversations and be able to answer those, those particular questions in a very honest way while giving the correct information. Cause a lot of times when people have them bro conversations, some of the information ain't the, Ain't the best information because you already knew about that earwax test people talking about. I think that ain't that ain't a real thing, but people still have them conversations like, "Hey, bro, is that that earwax test like like the truth? Do it work?" I'm like, "Nah, that ain't it."
0: Yeah, I remember that. So I'm like, "Yo, he, yeah, that's that's wild." I mean, I I, I totally agree with you, man. The comp, the um, you know the information is out there. the information is out there for people to have. Um, and I, I, I definitely feel like, uh, you know, that's a great thing that you're doing trying to reach out to that community because, you know, oftentimes we people of color and, 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 you know, um, we're not privy to that information. And the, the fact that it is so taboo within our community, but you know, we're so sexually like explicit or sexually free, I guess. Um, it kind of plays a kind of has like a double edged sword, right? So, so how, how do you, how, how do you try to navigate that? Um, how do you try to navigate that path? Because you know, it, it is, it is very difficult, right? It, and, and like you said, it's taboo, it's difficult. People don't want to talk about it. Um, how do you get them to open up to you, or you know, how do you, how do you? Yeah. Basically, how do you get them to open up to you in order for you to actually be able to help?
2: So so really is it's not really my personality. Like, I think I have a pretty fun and open and entertaining personality and and, and actually trusting personality. Easy to talk to is what people tell me. But um, more so it's the toys that that opens the conversation. So like when I'm set up with my store and everything, people have conversations about the toys. And then it goes into, well, how can I make my relationship better? Because I think my significant other is cheating on me or whatnot. Or or even some of the women feel comfortable enough with me and say, hey, well, my man is incarcerated. I need something to hold me over so I don't cheat on him. So I, so I could be the one to hold it down for him or whatnot. So it's kind of like starting with the toy and educating on how it works and the uses and things like that leads to even bigger conversations, more more um, deeper conversations. And once they believe what I'm saying about the toys and being educated on the proper uses and um, different items that may go with it to enhance the experience with that particular toy, once they see that that works, then they're ready to have more deeper conversations and mm-hmm. maybe come and buy something else. Okay.
1: So is are there any, have there been any difficulties you know in this space because we all know it first of all it's, it's not an easy space to be in it's big but it's still a smaller community um have you seen any difficulties with you being a man you know and you know when you go and do these events or when you have your space and you're doing all that um the comfortability that people are having you know um has it changed from when you first started you know from to now or is it a little bit the same or is it hit or miss just depending on the season and the reason
2: well okay so i've had two different experiences so being a man in in a corporate sex shop where Mm -hmm. where you're working and it's a job you got to punch in and things like that and they have their their particular rules it's like a lot of sales competition and things like that and um just um with that i had a couple um Couple of run ins and like difficulties because I was the only man working there. And then, um, there were some employees who were trans, like from female to male, um, and whatnot. And I had a lot of competition with that. Like I had one of my former coworkers interrupt a sale with a customer, um, with a female customer, um, and told the customer that I didn't know what I was talking about because I, I never had a click. Oh, so. And, and they disclosed that they were trans and whatnot, transitioning from female to male. So that was one of my big things that where it was time for me to go into business for myself. Mm-hmm. So I, I creatively borrowed an uh, ex-biz magazine and started mm-hmm. doing some research on distributors and things like that. But, um, but the challenge that I'm having um, as, as an independent business, um, the challenges aren't like real great. Um, a lot of the women think I'm gay. So, um, they, they feel extra comfortable having those conversations about their, their, their significant others. And a lot of the men just think I'm cool. And they like having a conversation too. So, um, but I, I'm not going to say that, 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 that there's really any difficult. I mean, like some women, uh, think they think otherwise because they, they didn't think I'm gay, but mm-hmm. other than that, um, that's the only difficulty that I run into.
0: Okay. Um,
2: or, have, or really you have, have run into.
0: In hmm? I said, so you have to correct them then and then let them know, like, hey, listen.
1: <laughs> I mean, really, really don't. Like they, I they know, can, well, that's the calm. fun part. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: Listen, if they, if they think so, I guess it works in your favor. So oh, you're yeah, super fun. You know,
1: how has it been, you know, we're still coming out of what's considered this COVID situation. Mm-hmm. How has that been for you um, in the landscape of your business? Because we know as, um, you know, small business, especially in this field, things have been really taking a roundabout turn and it's been very crazy roads. How Not has terms, that been, sir. yeah, how has that been for you? In this last two to three years in this space right now.
2: So during COVID, business was booming. Let me tell you, people was getting that free money and, and everything. They look, man, like the roads just, just really took mm-hmm. took my business to a whole another level. Mm-hmm. I can but imagine. um, but after we well like phasing out of COVID, things things have really slowed down for me. Um, mm-hmm. so I've been looking at other options to get people still like into the toys and things like that. And people just is more focused on being outside. Yeah. So I've been really finding more creative ways in different types of events. Um, Something that I'm doing right now is I'm tapped into the art, the art community. So like poetry, erotic poetry, um, art, like art galleries and like things like that, that really have boosted my business as of like towards the, the mid to end of 2023 going into 2024 I've also Mm -hmm. expanded into lingerie participating in like lingerie competitions and things like that with like models and things of that nature that was super fun um even uh last year for my birthday like I I threw a uh uh lingerie fashion show swingers party Mm -hmm. and like that really boosted my uh business too like it was it was really fun
1: so is that something that you're gonna to add to your annual year for the second quarter type of action? Um, since it seemed like it really went something well, or would that be like uh, you know, semi-annual every two years, something like that, you know, to see how it goes?
2: Um, well, I don't I don't really know as of right now, possibly. Um, but this year I think. I think I might do a convention or something around like mm-hmm. my uh birthday weekend in uh April. So okay. I'm thinking about that rather than throwing my own parties and stuff like that, because that could be a little stressful. Oh like, yeah. Throwing, like, throwing <laughs> and coordinating your parties. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Coaching models and all kind of stuff and trying to like pick out the right lingerie for what mm-hmm. model or or whatnot. But um I am planning this year to actually host the uh lingerie competition that i won um in uh 2022.
1: oh well that's okay. wonderful Perfect. we Congrats will definitely win, share that so. out when you post oh, that up you. yeah absolutely yeah. um and so because you know this is what we're talking this is where we're at how do you feel like collab has been besides you and i you know how has you know collabing with different people in the industry have been have you seen? Um, People willing and you know, even if it's not all the time willing to work with one another or Sometimes you feel like some pushback because I know it's very difficult. You know, there are a, a, a Lot of great amazing people You know in this space and there are also a lot of people who are as we know gatekeeping And so it's really hard for us to bang down the door with a hammer with a chainsaw with you know uh, And try to get into that space. So do you have that kind of thing where you have a few people who you really work with and have you had anybody who you want to work with and they're like, Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, And then they kind of like "Mm," push back, you know, have you gotten that kind of vibe and feel in any space?
2: Yes. Especially like here. So first of all, let me rewind and let's talk about our collaboration a little bit (laughs) and, and, and like how we linked up and why this is like super amazing that I'm on your show. So um I met Lulu on Facebook in a Facebook group during COVID um while everything was just going crazy. And I said, Lulu, I I need a little bit of direction. Like you and I were both black, you know, or even people of of color. I need Mm -hmm. to reach out and and really see like how to get into some of these spaces because you over there doing your thing. Like I want to do my thing along with you. (laughs) And um Lulu was like, hey here's some Facebook groups to get involved with talk to this person and link with this person. And I started going to x biz virtual and Anime virtual and everything. So Lulu, thank you so much for for like, it helping me expand my uh, business because I would like at that time, I was still vending stuff with batteries and nothing rechargeable and <laughs> old school and she she put me on to a whole new world,
0: She put you on uh, the Bluetooth
2: Listen, I know, right? I Video started. chatting.
0: Yeah. That
2: applications
0: mm-hmm. of you using the toy on your phone. <laughs> Hands
1: free. Right. <laughs> I mean, I don't feel like... You know, that's nothing. spontaneous
2: public action.
1: Right. I don't feel there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I, I know a lot of people be like, oh, why are you giving? It's like, you know, the thing is to share information that's public that maybe somebody just didn't find because... They didn't turn the corner. You know what I mean? I don't see what the real issue is with doing that. Um, I think that people are always assuming that someone's going to take something or do something. And, you know, yes, there are people who do do it. We know that. But everybody is not like that. And if we thought like that, people would just stay in a bubble and not do anything with anybody ever. And we'd be missing out on a lot of amazing things, you know. Um, to your point, when you came and, and messaged me on the Facebook, and you came on the humble, and we had a conversation, I was like, oh yeah, sure, no problem. And never thought, I didn't think twice about it. Oh, what you need? Look, here's the thing. Here, well, I'm a, what is what is what am I getting by not telling you? What I've gotten by telling you is to now have somebody who I can speak to, and we can bounce ideas off of one another, someone who is in the same arena as I am, and we can share information, and, you know, maybe I didn't know a vendor, and you knew a vendor, and so, and it does comes back around, you know, full circle, so, um, you know, it doesn't happen with everybody, but for those it does happen with, you know, I cherish those, those moments, and those experiences, and they mean a lot to me, and I keep, those kind of people very close because they've shown me, you know, loyalty and they show me that they can be someone who I can work with without looking over my shoulder. <laughs>
0: right, right.
2: Right, right. Right. And then when I came to New York, it was just beautiful <laughs> to 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 meet you and meet Mr. Lulu and everybody at Sexpo. <laughs> right. A, a few years back. So yeah. It was all amazing and then to find out that we know some of the same people. <sighs> <laughs> which was quite amazing.
1: It's well, you small, know, it's it's small, but yeah. it's big. Like I said, mm-hmm. it's small, but it's big, you know? And when you have those full circle moments, because again, you know, I met a lot of people during COVID. So it's so funny All when right. I finally met them in person, they're like, I'm like, Oh, like you're a real person. I'm like, yeah, you too. Cause it was this whole thing that happened during that time. And, you know, I think it was amazing. And I think if people really didn't take the opportunity to really build your network, during that time we had to stay still and be stationary, then I think they really didn't want it. It was a hobby for them. You know, for mm-hmm. those of us who really, you know, took heed and went to these workshops and did all these things and went to these meetings, even though they were virtual, because my eyes were burning doing so many of those expert Zooms and AVN Zooms, and my eyes was on fire. But guess what? The networking was amazing. And a lot of those people, I can maybe count on half my hand, the amount of people who I may not have that connection with anymore, but for the most part, everybody else is still in rotation and we speak occasionally and we do all that and we still have opportunities to collapse. So you got to put in that work and I see you
0: putting in that work. Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: Oh, thank you.
0: Um,
2: To to answer the the next part of your question is that I do struggle with, with what you're saying, collaborating with people in the community and whatnot. Um, there are some people who consider themselves to be established in their own groups of people. But um, and they write articles for different magazines and things like that. But but every time that I try to work with them, they're like, uh, yeah, let's work. And then I never hear nothing else. Um, but that's just been my biggest struggle. But I'm the only person of color, man, in pittsburgh that's that's doing what i do so i just think that that for some people it's a chance and for some people it's it's a unique opportunity to be able to take advantage of
1: well i congratulate you on that and to be standing on what it is that you believe in what it is you feel a passion about to do and that you're doing that you know like like we always say we're not for everybody but for those we are for they will come in abundance so Literally gotta press
0: on. <laughs> so, where, so where do you see your um, you know, as far as your business goes, where, where do you see yourself taking your business within maybe the next three to five years? Like what what are your wh- where do you want to be at with this with this whole uh mile high uh toy chest?
2: Well, um I find success in my business every day, every day that I'm able to help somebody their orgasm to the next level and and to be able to find comfort in having that conversation about sex without um labeling themselves and putting themselves in a category about something that they were thinking about doing or a new kink or whatever it else that, that they wanted to learn more about um but in the next three to five years i'll say five years i i want to actually um have my own line of, uh, toys to where I can like still sell other brands, but develop something that's, that's different that, mm-hmm. that somebody will want to buy and really buy into, to my actual brand, right. um, based on the relationships that I've built now.
0: I mean, you gotta make that trip over to China. <laughs> I talk to a couple engineers and get you some uh, some 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 yen <laughs> hmm
2: Yeah, like like COVID and Zoom and all these other platforms or whatnot. I might not have to go. <laughs> I might could just sit there on a on a video chat and say, mm-hmm. "All right, take me to the factory. Show me what you're doing. Uh, uh, okay, what's that? All right, I got <laughs> it. Yes,
0: you do that. That, that. That's definitely doable, brother. <laughs> they ain't gonna tell you no. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's yeah? right." Listen, man, you, you got you gotta you know you gotta envision that you gotta see it and, and and we see that you're doing a your thing, we definitely see it, we definitely see that you're pushing forward. Um, and you know, sometimes have you so you know, being that you're in, in, in a in a um a small conservative market, and I know you wanna basically get a grasp on that market, once you you know, grasp and conquer that market out there in Pittsburgh would you want to go somewhere else now and and possibly expand in another area and and get more people on with you
2: um i might expand more out like into the region where they don't have a lot of accessibility and they have a lot of people of color cuz um so where like pittsburgh is it's on the border of west virginia and ohio so like there's a lot of people of color that live in Cleveland. There's a lot of people of color that lives in parts of West Virginia, and and they don't have the resources that we have here in Pittsburgh to really talk about that sexual wellness and uh, things like that amongst the 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 black and Hispanic communities there.
0: So you basically you play your cards right. You could be in three different regions if 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 you know if all goes well, and I we believe that everything will go well for you. Mm-hmm. Um you know that that's that's a that's actually a beautiful thing man to know that you know you can do three places at once and you can have your your you know your uh affiliates or associates or i i don't yeah i don't i don't know the correct terminology for that well like, i like,
1: mean it's, it's, you know the branch out. but you know yeah. it, it's it's hard for us right you know because to be a small business especially in this landscape is very, I know for me, very terrifying to think to have someone else representing your brand outside of you being there. You know, okay. um, being a home party, you know, we can have representative represent us outwards into that thing. But especially now, a lot of the times that they're, they're trying to steal... <laughs> in quotations, right, our stuff, and now put it under theirs and trying to not come and undercut and, you know, do a lot of things and we're losing inventory and, and, and losing money because we let somebody else go out yeah. and represent us for whatever the reason is. We couldn't make it there or, you know, whatever it is. Um, so that part I know for me on my end is very difficult to allow someone else to represent what I know I can do best. Because everyone's not going to execute the way that you do. Um, when you have different lingerie events, you have them catered to a certain kind of way. You know what that vibe is on a different occasion in a different area. Sometimes you send someone else, and they were like, "Well, they didn't really give that. They ain't give that vibe that they. I ain't feel mile high toy chest. You wasn't there. I really didn't get that. And then sometimes you lose that connection, or the person try to sneak you, and they now they. Come come. oh, I don't want, we're not working with y'all no more, but then you find out they're working with somebody else. So it's very difficult, um, to let that business, um, guard down, um, not all the time. So let's be very clear, but you know, a good amount of the time, especially because we're already competing with Amazon, Toomey, Groupon, Walgreens, CVS, Target, for people to buy products, but they're not getting any education. And that's the part I think that, to be honest, we need to be really, really, really pushing and really honing onto that that's going to have those people really be like, okay, not only are you selling me a product, you can definitely tell me the benefits of this product without a doubt. And I know that I can be entrusted to come to you with that information. You know, and as we talk about that, let's talk about, you know, your... Three Ways of Loveology Certification. Me, myself, I'm only a certified sexpert, but it sounds good rolling off my tongue, so that's all good. <laughs> but let us know all about that. You know, you went through this course. How did you enjoy it? How are you using those educations and those courses to now incorporate into your business practice?
2: Um, Actually, um, it has been a, a journey. I'm, I'm still trying to process all the information because... I just finished the program black Friday. So, um, like, so I'm still giving myself some, some time to like really process the information, but, um, I'm really going in deeper into like the chakras and Tantra and things like that. And really, really like, like really trying to understand that like the different chakras and, and how they all like come together in a relationship and having like the best sexual experience ever, even if the person is not physically there. So through video chat and things like that and and having those sexual experiences because the connection can go further. It just needs to be transmitted through some type of electrical current
1: Mm -hmm.
2: and uh, things like that and have like some sort of conductor. So um, just, just really having that conversation with couples about aligning their chakras together to have that like spark and that combustion to create an even better sexual experience. Cause when people talk about, they having bad sex, they're talking about that they didn't have a connection with that person mm.
1: um, Is it
2: sex? on that level. That's, uh-huh. true. that's a, that's very true though.
1: Those are very true. Um, points. Um, you know, and and what I always talk about communication. They're not communicating that it's not working. They're just like, all right, thanks. That's like, you know, if you go to a restaurant and you didn't like the food, but you like, I ain't gonna argue, let's go ahead again, take it. But you keep going to that restaurant and you know they don't like the food. No, you need to speak up because mm-hmm. <laughs> uh mm-hmm. closed mouths don't get fed and they don't get fucked. So you need to open your mouth.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Um, but 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 here I, I don't send no food back because I don't want to run the risk of somebody spitting in my food. But that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't send no food back. I, I just don't go back.
1: What? Right? And, and, and that's also an option, right? But you know, and we all know this. You know, a lot of times they're like, "Oh, it's no good," and and I'm sure you know in your experience, especially you know dealing with people, they've come to you and said, "Oh, you know, my partner's this," and I'm I know when people come to me and say, the first thing I'm thinking is, well, did you tell them that? Were there any cues? And you know, I've had some clients say, well, no, I never said it because I don't want to hurt their feelings. But you are being hurt because you are unhappy in the results of what's happening. So let me teach you some techniques to be able to speak to your partner in a safe space so that you can get your point across. Because why are we just having just because? Why are you taking just because? I don't think that's the
2: right way to go at all. What I found out um, through having like an adult toy store is that people haven't taken the time to be able to, to date themselves, to find out what their wants and needs are sexually or in a relationship Mm -hmm. because they haven't gotten to know who they are. They've always been in a a relationship with somebody. So they've Mm -hmm. been molded off of the last relationship of what they wanted from that person. And that's what I realized with people selecting toys because they're like, hey, I want something that ain't got no attitude, that don't talk back, that don't do this, that don't want me to take them out to eat and shopping and things like that. It's not like you want (laughs) to be by yourself. But in the same situation, maybe that person needs to be by themselves until they can translate what they want from themselves and their expectations, but also what they can give within that relationship and and learn how to have that conversation and say, okay, well, what do we both want out of this? What do we both want out of sex and things like that? What are some things that you might like to do? What are some things, and these are some things that I might like to do. Where are we at with this? Like, 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 are you into this? Or, because I'm into this, that, and the other. Or I always wanted to try this and maybe share this moment together with each other if we both want to try it. Hmm. Or that, or however that might be. Like I'm like real big in being like supportive of different people's fetishes that are legal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'm gonna speak up if it's some illegal type stuff yeah, like yo. Know, that might not be anything that I'm willing to even educate on. But yeah, uh, look it up. <laughs> All You're right. right. But, but uh, legal fetishes like i'm i'm big on being supportive to to whoever wants to learn more about different kinks and, and things like that but more so just just having that conversation with your partner and say you know what can we try something different can we try something new i always want to do this so and i think that, that that's one of the things that i encourage is is having the conversation mm-hmm.
1: okay. that's always important always like important it. to have the conversation and you know a lot of people they're just afraid to have it it's just afraid to have it you know and when you talk about um not really being by themselves or not really finishing a relationship a lot of time it's so funny people come and they talk about getting new toys and they also well, well i didn't throw away the ones from the old relationship well you didn't cleanse nothing you got to throw those away you finished with that person why are you still what these you still have these products mm-hmm. yeah that you were using with the old relationship like that got to go. go you got to throw that in the garbage or send it to the recycling because yes you can recycle yes. your uh adult product they do a lot of the companies do take and they'll recycle it for you so you know we'll have a lot less carbon footprint okay mm-hmm. but uh please don't be hoarding old sex that, no. old relationship let it go don't. let it go
0: <laughs> absolutely absolutely so do you feel that, you know, and with you dealing with people and you're speaking with them about their relationship, um, do you feel like people come in uh either they come in with um unrealistic as like unrealistic um aspirations on what they want their uh what they want their relationship to be? Or do you feel like when they come in? They come in kind of open-minded, but then start getting like unrealistic thoughts. Like they wanna try this from zero to 60 or zero to a hundred. And they just don't wanna take their time to really understand. Um, how, how do you how, how do you go about navigating people like that? And like I said, do you feel that people come in that way or do they start to get that way little by little?
2: Well, um, I'm gonna say this. So let me start with the part of it is that many men, Think that they're porn stars in the bedroom, and a lot of them don't even know what the hell is going on, yeah. and and it's kind of one of those situations is that is that a lot of men come to me and say, you know what, I have a big penis and and I think I know how to use it, and she's just not enjoying it. She don't scream, she don't this, she don't that, and I'm like, bro, uh, I I don't even know what to tell you. But let's start with, let's talk about the female anatomy and things like that. And then you have people with unrealistic expectations that where I wanna use rope and I wanna tie this person up and this, that, and the other. And I'm looking like, whoa, do you have you done this before? Nope. And I'm like, <laughs> they're like, no, I just wanna do this movie and that movie. And I'm lo- looking like, if people try to do everything they see on porn, or mm-hmm. in the movies, or mm-hmm. you know, things like that, And it's just like, wait, let's just take a couple steps back. Does your partner want to be tied up? <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you exactly. know
1: do you the- know about tying? Have you you know tried a, a a session because you know, role play is very serious. you know, yeah, that's different level. You know, again, when you talk about chakras and things, those are things. Those that is somewhere where you need to have your chakras really in a space to be tied up, to be suspended um, in a certain way for an extended amount of time. Because the art of that is wonderful to watch. But if that's not for you, it you bring a lot of triggers to people. And sometimes, yeah. to your point, they're like, "Yeah, sort Of course, they're like it. Yeah, let's try. Let let let's start slow. Let's get some of this tape that that you know to itself. To itself you yeah. know let's try some silk ropes perhaps let's not jump to <laughs> to shabari because you're not ready for that okay, right
0: yet. let's let's not throw Mm-mm. hot candle wax on each other as soon as we meet each other <laughs> what are you doing
2: yeah maybe we need one of the candles that just melt a little bit and turn into body oil to <laughs> yeah, get started yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude,
0: so so in and, and, and uh you know when speaking like that do you feel like do you feel that porn for male or females has has like uh has hindered the the true realization of what sex is supposed to be or the true um the trueness of what sex is supposed to be right because so for me i feel like you know um we've spoken to a good number amount of people and yeah. you know people do watch porn um but I feel like some people get desensitized because they've watched so much of it and they feel like, oh, well, if they're doing it there, then I can do it. Like anal, for instance. Right. People are Ooh. back. Oh, I, I seen them do anal. Yeah. I'm just going dogs. You just can't throw your your schlong into her. Like, what are we doing? You can't throw your, you like that's not good. You know what I mean? Like what the do you think, magic. You think The just porn magic. You know what I mean so they don't know the proper steps and, and, and they don't they don't know what it takes to, to get a, a good anal scene like you have to prepare mm-hmm. for that at least two to three days before like absolutely you know what I mean you are just not <laughs> gonna throw your hot dog in the cold bun. <laughs> what are we doing? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So so you know, I kind of I, I think I kind of veered off, but um bring it all back. Do you feel that porn has has hurt? us as, as, um, as you know, as couples, as humans, right? Why do you feel about that?
2: Well, um, speaking um, from somebody who has worked in the porn industry also, before getting into adult toys, um, okay. I wanna say yes and no. I think that there's some people who use porn as a weapon in their relationship mm-hmm. to where if they're not getting it from their partner, then they get caught masturbating and things like that. And I'm talking about men and women. Right. And then people feel some type of way because they're resorting in that um, because their partner is not necessarily in that in that particular mood. And now they feel some type of way. Well, well hey, you're going to go ahead and do that because I don't feel like having sex with you and this, that and the other. And then the conversation is, are you cheating on me? Because now, in addition to porn, they're, they're going into the cam models and the OnlyFans models and things like that. Mm. But, um, it's kind of like a bad thing when people are using it as a weapon in the relationship, but yeah. when people are using it to enhance the relationship or as a learning tool, I think that is, it can take us a lot further than where we are, um, like, uh, but, but like these different content creators. They they make a lot of things look a little bit more realistic than porn with all the edits and things like that from like different um, different studios and the, uh, things like that. Right. There's a lot less magic that happens with a ring light and a cell phone <laughs> and 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 uploading <laughs> stuff on the on the different sites. So yeah. um, those are more realistic things that people can uh, watch and be like, okay, I could do that. This, that right. and the other, like um, stuff, right, right. But I wouldn't necessarily look at all of that as a no. educational tool because. I've seen some people that, that have no clue. They just like give it to me and it's, it's, it's happened.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: right. Right. It's just like, um, how to put this in a correct way. A lot of mm-hmm. these content creators have sex like they're having sex with a a, a masturbator toy or oh, treating tr- treating men like they're a dildo and things like that yeah. it's just you know 30 seconds of fame right there
0: Got I, it. Agree. I agree and I, I i i think i've you know me and me, me and lulu have seen that where you know we, we we look at some of these content creators and mostly what they're doing is just basically Fucking themselves or just fucking, like you know what I mean. Like it's no, there's no informational, you know, informational information backing that up. There's no facts. There's it's just all opinion based, right? And um, I think we had a kind of a little discussion about that before, or uh, uh, maybe a couple of weeks ago, where we were saying that you know, um, it's we we're, we're, we're such a we're we're in an era where information is everywhere. Right. And you can get the information that you want, but sometimes you have to watch what information you get because it can either be good information, bad information. So you can either be, you know, overinformed, underinformed, or misinformed. Right. So you can be any one of those three. Um, and 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 I feel that, you know, in, in an era now, there should be no type of misinformation, but also feel that people are still very kind of closed-minded. Especially when they talk about things of this nature, which is sex. Um, And I don't understand that because, you know, half the music out right now is overly hype. Like it's hype sexualized, -sexualized. hypersexualized. And it's just in your face. Right. So how would you not be able to talk about it? Or how how do you feel uncomfortable speaking on that subject when it's right there in your child's face? Right. Um. So how would, if a parent came to you and asked you for advice on how to talk to their child, what advice would you give them? Seeing as the climate of sexuality and music and children now, what's your advice that you would give that parent, young or old?
2: Well, this is a deep question because I never try to tell somebody how to run their household or how to talk to their child or whatnot. Um... You are the parent. You know your child better than anybody else. You know what they're doing and and really how to introduce a topic to your child to where you feel the most comfortable. I would just say, hey, just have your facts straight, keep it real and make sure you have that open relationship with your child to be able to have that type of conversation. Um, A lot of parents um, are afraid to have that conversation because they don't want to like overtop themselves or get that long story. But when I was your age and things like that, because kids start tuning you out and things like that. Um, so I would say, don't be that parent, but, but be that parent that have that open relationship with your child so that you're able to have your child to come to you with with any information that they might want to know or, or, or even learn about.
1: So would you say that because <laughs> we're in the same space, but we're not in the same space. And he's just here, like entering my brain about what I want to ask. Right. Because that totally was the next thing on my mind only because, um, you know, in the past couple of weeks, you know, things have come up. And so as you talked about before, you know, you started at 16 and you were giving out the information, you know, in your space right now, would that be something, especially with your new added education, right? Would that be something that you would think about to add a workshop? Um, Mm. I teach youth um, different things, different how the climate has changed because, you know, think about, you know, how sex was talked about and uh, given at 16, at your 16, and how that looks right now for someone who is 16, you know, the information that is available that people hear but don't really understand, would that be something, especially, you know, in your community um, that you would think to procure maybe a workshop to, help those communities get that more information because I know, you know, as a parent and I have other conversations with other parents, their thing is they don't want to talk to their kid about sex because they're afraid if we do talk, they will go have the sex, which is completely the, should be the opposite um, thought process, but it is not because a lot of times those parents who are not talking to their children about sex are the children who are having all the sex.
2: So we're just going
1: to a a workshop. (laughs)
2: And at times, those are the parents that are having all the sex and their kids hear them after they're supposed to be in the bed. Talk about, why don't you just give that woman her cat? <laughs> <laughs> why don't you just, you know, she would there asking you who's, who's, who's uh, kitty is this? And <laughs> then she over there saying it's yours. <laughs> Why giving away pets? So then now, and then that's when that starts that particular conversation and and the yeah. things like that. But um, I would think about having a, a workshop on how to have that conversation. Um, yeah. Um, because I never had that birds and the bees talk with with my um, parents at all actually uh joined this after school program to be a sex educator and um that's that's how it started and then we had different workshops to where and i'm probably gonna tell my age but i was 16 in the early 2000s and this is when okay, okay. this before whole
1: you, before you even finish that okay don't 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 it. <laughs> listen
0: you insulting us you said 16 in the early 2000s <laughs> <What>? <laughs> uh. <Go ahead> <laughs> we ain't gonna tell you when we were 16 but we were 16, we were 16.
1: <laughs> all right now we just very seasoned just let it just let it go right there a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. we've been marinating
2: you know hey well that's a good thing like uh Hey, well, that's a good thing because y'all have more and more wisdom to be able to uh, offer. But like back when I was sixteen, um, <laughs> the conversation was just developing about gender and and what it is now. So, well, so back in the early two thousands, I was going to workshops about gender identity and expression and 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 how somebody feels versus what somebody's sex is and things like that. And I want to try to explain that to people, and people thought I was crazy. Mm -hmm. And then now we're actually living this education now to where people have different gender identities versus their assigned sex and things like that. And it's actually a reality now that where a lot of people back 20 years ago was not accepting of it.
1: Right, right. It's so true. Now it's it is. now it's, you know it's in it's in the programming, it's in the cartoons. You know, um, it's very very much mm-hmm. everybody has to be represented. Not that we have any issue with that, but it also has to be it has to catch up to the times because for you to have to go to an after school, you know, not in the basis of school program to get that extra information is a problem for me, especially as a parent because you know I've seen the health um regiment education that they have and it's very from 1980 it has not been updated it has not met the times at all you know it's still saying just use a standard condom if you get anything it's the vulva owner's fault if you get pregnant it's the vulva owner's fault and everything is they gotta take birth control they gotta take There's no talk about internal condom. There's no talk about using what to use if, you know, because everybody, all this younger, not all of them, a very big majority of them think now foreplay is oral. And so where is the education on if that is what's going to happen about the dental dams, about the laurel, which is the oral panties, about the flavor condoms and how to use those things. I see that in my kids' school, when the nurses are giving out these bags of condoms, you're giving them out, but where's the education? Knowing that you cannot put a flavored condom internally into someone because they will throw up their pH and can give them a UTI. Where is the education on that? Where is the thing to see that size are different? There are different sizes. And to let them know that mm-hmm. them, you didn't a baggy one because now, you know, and knowing to have to roll it down. What was that podcast that we listened to when the guy said? He was in his like mid twenties, and he didn't even know he was supposed to roll a condom all the way down. He would just put it on the tip of his dick.
0: Yeah, Seriously? that was. I think he said he was like twenty five or some shit like that, and he was just like, "Yeah, I just used to put on the tip." I was like,
1: "I put it on the way to come out the package." He never rolled it down. Seriously,
0: yeah, right. So. This is the type of education that people need <laughs> that, that we feel. Like, you know, and
1: that's and that's at the foundation. We ain't even right. really that's, getting into it. So it's needed. Coach right. coach.
0: Yeah. That shit is warranted. Like, I mean, you know, you you being a sexual wellness uh educator and, and Lulu being a sexual wellness educator, and me just being somebody from the outside <laughs> looking in, you know, uh it's fun. I enjoy it, but I, I, I much more rather. You know, watch when you guys, you know, because I've, I've been to her with to, to, to certain events and I've seen older women, brother, like I'm talking about in their 50s, 60s. And they'll come up to her and say, well, you know, me and my husband, we ain't doing this, that and the third or, you know, he don't want to do this. And I don't know about doing that. And they don't have that education. um, And I feel like you two, what you two are doing is just super, super important to our community. And um, you know, it just it, it's something that needs to be continually pushed, right? Even even you know, I I see how you guys get pushed back. Uh, I see how Lulu gets the pushback. Um, and 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 you know, she she brings certain things up for like you know meetings for for PTA, and she's like, listen, I'm gonna get you know this thing going here for for the kids, for the kids. They totally jump over that. They ignore that. And it's like if you're not gonna talk to your kids about sex, then why not use somebody like a Mr. Milan Johnson or Lulu, the sexpert who can actually help you do the talking. If you're either too embarrassed or you don't know enough of the information that needs to be given to that child or that adult. Cause as I stated, there are adults that never given oral that have never received oral. I think she spoke to somebody who never had an orgasm and she was like in the fifties.
1: Yes, she was,
0: and and she's never had an orgasm, and she's always wanted one, or or with with another partner. Yeah, so and she's are... always
1: wanted the education, and we've given yeah. it to her. And I will say that she has updated me and said that she she has made it there to the go. other side. <laughs> <laughs> Dude,
0: so you know, as men, you know, and you know, Lulu's the only woman here, but as men, uh, I don't believe most men know. The anatomy of a woman, right? They don't know that the G spot is only three inches in, that it's that little spongy part above when you put your finger in and it's right underneath the belly button. Like, dudes don't understand that. Um, so when you, you know, speak to the guys and the gentlemen, and I know you throw that information out to them, like, what is their reaction? Like, I just want to because I can tell certain guys that. At an event with Lulu, and they'll look at me like, and I'll tell my man Google it. Like I'm not gonna sit here and bullshit with you. So, how do you feel when, um, you know, when you actually get to to let somebody know who's younger or older? Like, yo, look, these this is how it works, or this is what what it does. Like, you know, explain that feeling for yourself.
2: So, I'm gonna go one step further. A lot of men don't know the anatomy of their own penis. So, <laughs> so it. And what it does, and what it could do. So I mean, well, so that's the fundamental part is sitting there having that conversation. Because when somebody is having sex, and you want to talk about the anatomy of a, a woman, and and like how it works too, and but but be mindful that that there's some men that have different um different effects to their own penises. It might curve to the left, the right, up, or down. So that also adds into, like, can we reach the G-spot in the way that we want to? Like, what position do we need to be in for that optimal effect to, to really please their partner mm-hmm. in that way? To be able to, to talk about where the G-spot's at and talk about the clit and pleasing the clit and everything else, too. But also, you still got to know about yourself and what way you got to position that thing to to... to make sure that it's pleasurable for the both of you.
0: Indeed, indeed, I agree, I agree. Absolutely. Definitely.
1: It's just a learning, you know, and I think that, um, and it's hard for people, you know, a lot of things, you know, happen, you know, everyone has different circumstances, different things, but you know, when people come to pop-ups or come to a location where you're at, you should be, available to want to receive an answer for a question that we know you have not because your friends are with you or this and that because when you go behind closed doors they're not with you so if you want to have that conversation have that conversation say hey listen can i schedule something with you over here because i really want to know because you know i've had that people will be there with their friend like listen can i speak to you on a private and then we'll have a private conversation and they'll be like listen i really want to do this but i want people to know i'm like okay i'm sure people know you you fucking i mean they might know not know all your details but it's just like why is it that so many people feel so much embarrassment so much shame people will talk cavalier about other people's sex oh my god did you see someone so and look at this thing look at them fucking over here but when you're talking about yourself and you don't have to go into great detail this is generalization that we know you're having sex like this is not a secret you know we lost our virginity two weeks apart some shit like that. Like, I know you're fucking. So for you to buy an adult toy in front of me or for you to ask an expert in front of me, hey, how can I get a maximal orgasm? You know, why is that so feared in each other um, for people? Like, it's so weird. I'd be looking at them like, are you serious? Like, what are you afraid of exactly? What are they going to do, right. shame you outside? I don't, what is happening? It's so weird.
0: Yes. What are your thoughts on that?
2: So um people are usually free about asking different questions and whatnot and really open to talk. Um people sometimes get a little too comfortable with building a, building a relationship from being like return customers. Um uh, people have gone as far as to try to book me on like FaceTime to actually watch them and their partner have sex to, to give them some pointers about. What they need to be doing, or kind of direct to say, "Hey, were you too much to the left or too much to the right, and things like that, and and and, and whatnot." And I just haven't got to that level to where I've accepted that offer for right. for them to to pay me to be on FaceTime and you know watch and give them a report card and things like that on and like a whole write up of of what they should be doing that they have better sex. Because I'm not the person giving or receiving anything in that room. So, I don't know what feels good or whatnot. I just, you know what I mean? So, um, but... I'm not going to hold you.
1: I I have been on that other end of that. Because I have (laughs) some international clients. (laughs) And so, we'd be on on the Zoom and the WhatsApp calls. Like, what do you think about this right here? Mm -hmm. I feel like, and some people may think it's like crazy. But for me as an educator, it's nothing like saying, my client saying, hey, I need for you to coach me through this um, orgy. I'm like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> so what are the materials who <laughs> all the parties playing <laughs> like?
0: <laughs> Who's playing? <laughs> Who's on first? <laughs> Who's on second? <laughs> Who's coming up the bat?
1: Because to be mm. honest, like you know, as we sit in this position, for, for someone to come to you with those requests and a sense of trust that they and trust in you what you're saying to be something you know authentic and that you really value um what is their kind trying to accomplish and they value the fact that you can give them that knowledge you may have to work up to it but to be quite honest especially if it's a client that you have for a long time I feel honored that you chose me to be that person to help you um get to that next level. And I will surely give you a report card. I'll send you a certificate on an email and be like, hey, go job!" Like where the progress is that Because you still get it. You know, if you have a client and they say they wanted this new toy and they, they'll message you or leave a review on your site, say, hey, the toy was amazing. Or they'll DM you out. That was so great. And, you know, so you still get it. You're not seeing it physically, but you're still getting that thing. And I think for the most part, I only can speak for me, that's why I'm still in this, because is those moments, you know, when sales are down and when this and that and that is those moments that people come back a year later and they still want to do business with just you. You know you've done what you what you came to do.
2: Right. 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 And that's the same vibe that that I get is that people specifically try to find me on like Instagram and things like that to say, hey, I want to put my order in or I have a special order. You think you can get this? Because I've seen this on TikTok, this, that, me other. And like, and they come to me and they say, well, when's the soonest you can get this in? And like, and there's some people that that have like put in, put in orders and they're like, look, I need this in an hour. I'm like, hey, well, there's an <laughs> upcharge for that, but I'll try to you out to leave it on the porch. Just, you know. That's right. Listen, listen.
0: Hmm. You want prompt service? I'm going to need prompt money.
1: That's it. Oh yeah, definitely. That's what we able to
0: deliver. And, you know,
1: I think that that's all great things. And I think on that high note that we should bring it all in for the wrap. And so Mr. Malone, we want everyone to know where they can find you, where they can support you. So please give them all your social media, where are you located? Where can they buy products from you? Where can they come and see you at your next um, engagement, let them know, let the audience know all of that amazing information about you.
2: All right. So, um, I am Milan Johnson, is my Instagram, Twitter, and um, Instagram and uh, Twitter. And I'm also on TikTok with it. Um, you can also follow my store at Mauhat Toy chest on Instagram and Malhai Toys on Twitter. Um, and then we do have a Mile High Toy Chest uh, Facebook page, and if you're a customer, you, you get into the exclusive toy party that is on Facebook. Group. So, so that you can be the first to know what the latest toys are coming into the store before we actually put them on the website. You'll have exclusive access to uh, pre-order something that may be coming in soon, so that I don't have to put it all the way in the inventory. I could just, you know, make sure that I have a, a guaranteed sale coming in. Um, so it. um yeah, so and and also the link to my website is is in the bio. I, I don't have that memorized all the way. Um so go um, don't because, worry. We'll, we'll, have we'll have all of it
1: in the show notes to everybody. We will share it out. So you don't have to worry about that, but we'll get that we all it. to the audience. They'll be watching.
2: <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for this opportunity for me coming on your show and whatnot. Sure. Like I've always wanted to be on your show and <laughs> And uh, I am here in
0: 2024. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. We appreciate you coming on and and, and taking time out of your schedule to to conversate with us, man, and just chill out, man, and just be comfortable on the comfort zone with us, man. That's it.
1: And so we thank everybody for listening, for watching, because, you know, you can listen and watch wherever you can find a podcast. We are on there. So please, please share this with anyone, because as we know, sharing is caring. It, It is totally free so do that um look forward to seeing this episode and we'll see you on the next one we appreciate everyone and have a great 2024
0: bye all right
2: bye